Salam Radio Show acknowledges that the land from which we're broadcasting is the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The colonial project is ongoing and continues to disenfranchise First Nation people. I recognize that sovereignty has never been ceded and like to pay my respect to elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Salam Radio. Salam everyone. This is Jahan Khanlu. You are listening to 3CR 855 AM and you are listening to Salam Radio. I am Jahan Khanlu and today we have a really special guest uh, calling in all the way from New York is Nindra Maya. Welcome. Hello. Nice to, uh, nice to be here. Yeah. Well, kind of welcome to Melbourne. Oh, yeah. I've never been, but I guess I'm I'm there virtually now. Yeah. Well, come on, day. Nindra Maya is also known as Rojinita, a Nep- Nepali artist, singer, songwriter, producer. Yeah. And... Covered all the bases, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> but is calling in to talk about her solo stuff as Nindra Maya and also her upcoming, well, it still hasn't been released yet, Moon Over Swamp, his debut EP. Um, I think, yeah, it's uh, the whole thing released it on May 6th, actually. Yeah. It's just we've been so busy with, um, we've been so busy with, like, I, I guess, like, the build-up to the EP mm-hmm. was kind of, exhausting on both of us that once the whole thing was released we were like okay it's out we're not doing anything anymore oh because on Bandcamp it's because that's on... how the format is these days right first mm. thing you have to really yeah uh it's out on Bandcamp oh okay everything on okay, like I'll... Apple Spotify okay sure on mine it still says pre-order so I don't know I guess that's some kind of maybe an error on my part oh wow Oh yeah, I think it, it was probably a glitch from glitch from Bandcamp. Okay. Sometimes I guess I'll have to check that one. But if you yeah. uh check at the streamings, everything's up already. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, we've had issues with Bandcamp before. <laughs> yeah, it can be a bit dodgy, but um yeah. So basically, what can you tell us about this EP, the Moon Over Swamp debut? Well, it's of a collaboration between Orin Waring and me. Uh, well, if we go to the origins, like when I was in Nepal in 2016, I was awaiting my visa to come yeah. to the US. And back then, I used to, I was just getting into like electronic music. Mm-hmm. And I found this band on SoundCloud called Shinamomoki, and they used to, yeah. they made like really cute music. Mm. And I, I was right. And they had like, they only had a few fans. And I, it was like my secret band. And I used Aww. to listen to them a lot. And mm. when I when I came to New York and I released like a couple of my own singles, yeah. um, Orin contacted me. Wow. And when I 
checked out his body. He was like, oh, one, I'm like one second of Shinomong. I'm like, oh my God, I used to listen to your music so much. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, we just started talking. Yeah, it was, it was I, I still have that screenshot where he messaged me. And I'm like, oh shit. Wow. <laughs> the band I like messaged me. <laughs> Oh, it, awesome. it was like pure coincidence. I, I mm. yeah, I never read. Then we just started. It, uh, it, it was supposed to be just a collaboration for a single. Yeah. But once we started exchanging ideas, we found out like our sounds, like the sounds that we like, and the our like basic. Like, it's very similar. So mm. you're like, why don't we just make a duo and release an EP? Because we've shared so many demos. Yeah. So that's how it got started. Yeah. The. <laughs> this EP was uh, we wanted to make like a concept album, mm-hmm. like um, the the one main base uh, tra- uh, album that we did to initial was um, Alexander's O'Neill's um, Hearsay. Okay. It's like an album from the eighties. It's like it's crazy. Like the production value is so high. It's like mm. um, the each so like a movie movie dialogue before songs, yeah. and it's like. It's like an experience, you know, like <laughs> nine tracks, nine intros before the song. It's like a whole, you're listening to like a whole movie, so that wanted to make, you know, but like I wanted to sing in Nepali. Yeah. And Oren was fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you gave him so good yeah, translation. That's, that's the concept behind. Yeah. Um, so I, thought... <laughs> I, I mean, some things they it's like so hard to translate but Mm. he he got the point yeah perfect well i thought before we go on we could play one of the songs from i have to say the so i I thought about manta which you told me before was one of the the main songs from it (laughs) can you tell us about it it's like the title track um Montas, Mon- nice i'm saying it with an accent (laughs) Mm. don't worry (laughs) Uh, it's like uh, when when I was a kid, like growing up in Nepal, like you get mm. a lot of influence from like Bollywood stuff, mm. from like Sufi music, stuff from oh, Pakistan, wow. stuff like that. You know, there's about like worship. You mm. know, like worshiping. It, it's like it's very ambiguous. It's I I'm singing about like a god, or like a woman. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. Mm. Also, prayer to your to your lover, like you're chanting. I, uh, Oren asked me that, did you want to add more lyrics to it? Because I read the translation and it's pretty, it's like pretty sparse. And I told him like I did it on purpose because you know when you're chanting, you don't really, you don't really want to elaborate everything. You you just mm. want to, yeah. you know, you're almost like med. It's meditative. So, mm. and Manta is yeah, something. It's like a you're a prayer to a lover okay you're you're devoting Mm. you're 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 giving your life to them basically yeah beautiful great well let's play the song so this is manta by moon of a swamp Thank you. 
that track was Manta by Moon of a Swamp. And you are listening to Salam Radio on 8.55 a.m. on 3CR. I'm lucky enough to be joined by one half of Moon Over Swamp, uh, Nindra Maya, over from New York. Paul, yes. <laughs> welcome. Yes, yes. So, I'm yeah. glad, glad to be here. So that song was absolutely beautiful. Like, I really see what you mean by um, the chanting of it. Thank you. And I guess I mm-hmm. feel nowadays people like, you really think of chanting as almost an aggressive form of um, singing or, or just like reciting lyrics. But that was just so gentle and like breezy. The first demo was recorded on my iPhone and... Mm. Um, yeah, that that was. I already knew what I wanted the track to sound sound like. Like yeah. a lot of gentle layers on top of each other, not too, not aggressive. Yeah, like was that water in the background, like kind of pouring water, or? Yeah, it's um uh that the color for that goes to all. <laughs> uh, you know the the instrument. It's like a wooden bamboo instrument that copies the sound of rain. It's like this oh. large. I guess that's. That's the that's the preset that he used, but it, it sounds it sounds amazing. Because oh, I was just gonna say it reminds me a lot. There was this song... <laughs> yeah, it's a oh sorry, it's a Zoom probably delay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but go ahead, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's the delay. Yeah, the yeah the d- title description of the track was like a warm river of sounds. So that's really what I think encapsulates the track. Yeah, beautiful, because, um, well, that, that part, it was reminding me a bit of, uh, I don't know if you know him, but um, Mohammad Reza Shajarian, he's like, well, he sadly died recently. He's this really, kind of the Ostad, the king of modern classical Iranian music. He, maybe 10 years ago, he carried this, this I believe he was a French drummer, like who actually used live water dripping around as part of the, the performance so it really helped bring this ethereal touch to it so it really reminded me of that which was really great oh wow, great I'll, I'll check his workout yeah i'll send it to you but sure, uh, sure. it's really so do you feel like moon over swamp like you use a lot of like soundscapes yeah kind of like i don't guess like field recordings and stuff like that not necessarily field recording we mm. did use a lot of like samples and we tweaked to it to our you know like how we like it yeah it's yeah it's a lot of sampling a lot of of, yeah because field recording it i feel it's i i like field recording but it's Mm. much easier to do field recording with like a collaborator who is very near you i was in new york and he was in london at the time so it's like there's already a t- the time difference issue that was on mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so gosh. it wasn't really possible for us mm. to do stuff like you know just like really get into it yeah yeah we we, <laughs> we, we did what we could we and we did it in the pandemic i mean most of it was through like e- emails actually mm. just emails you know like the the funniest thing is i haven't had one zoom call with him at all oh really Wow. I haven't even spoken to him on the phone. Oh my really, god. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. And the fact that we were like the sound was so compatible. It was like all mm. oh, oh the most important part was the sound. We didn't really yeah. we really didn't need to interact with you like mm. talk a lot about the concepts and stuff. We I didn't we we knew what we wanted. We yeah. and we wanted to go in the same direction. Yeah. Things wow. just worked out. That's amazing. Like, especially like in a musical duo, it's so hard to kind of, you really need that chemistry and 
yeah, well done. <laughs> you, even your uh, yeah, yeah, that's what we said. We need to finally do a, like a celebratory Zoom calls once the EP is <laughs> released. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that'll be that'll be amazing. Because um, your band photo like on Bandcamp, it looks like you're in the same room. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We have to yeah. edit it. Um, he took his in like a professional student and mine mm. was very DIY with um <laughs> my friends uh, yeah. my friends also and uh Jordi uh we bought we bought black, black uh background mm-hmm. at the 99 cent store <laughs> and we went back to um their partner's place mm-hmm. and it started and we were taking photos on the rooftop and it started raining <laughs> Oh wow! And then we had to go indoors, and uh, yeah, and it and it took forever, and it uh, and um, yeah, it was just like a very DIY type of like even the photo uh, photo. I had to ask like a friend of a friend to like help us make us look like we're in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks impeccable. Um, <laughs> sweet, sweet, <laughs> and I guess um prepared for me like a really like nice list of influences uh like musical influences that you're listening to while making recording the moon of the swampy piece well i guess like what can you oh, tell me generally about I'm, I'm sure you can hear some influence some of your artists i'm i don't know too well like you've got quite a few <laughs> japanese artists which is really cool yeah i used to live in japan so i was like right um <laughs> yeah i used to listen to a lot of j-pop mm. when i was in high school Oh yeah! Wow, me too. Okay. It was like, like uh, capsule. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, capsule, the whole Shibuya uh, K. Group. It starts with a P. The three. Yay! Yeah, I I love them. I love them. Perfume, yeah. M Flow, stuff like that. Oh god, there's um yeah, there's some amazing so, stuff. So yeah, with there. the um especially yeah, uh, I feel like I I really like the scene in Japan because mm-hmm. there's uh a lot of niche music. Yeah, and a niche audience as well. Like you don't like yeah. There, there are people who will come to your show even if you are even if like you have like four listeners on Spotify, right? There's I like mean, you really can grow or like your 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 own audience there. <laughs> I feel like people like, they really really listen to them. they don't care about like like how much you know like how much importance you have in online or anything. They just they just love music. Oh yeah, I mean. When I was in Japan, I was part of, like, I was just playing bass for this band, Gyoza Bando, which was kind of like a rock band dedicated to <laughs> writing songs about gyoza. And literally every song was about gyozas. Wow. Um, they even had the guitar. <laughs> the guitar was shaped like a gyoza. I love gyoza. that. That's so crazy. I ate gyoza <laughs> last night. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, I would love to see that guitar or or hear the music that came. Oh, okay. I mean, you maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe what we could do, we could play um one of the Gyoza Bando songs and then play. Um, Please. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> then we can go through your influences properly. <laughs> it's just. Um... Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jump, 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 jump,
That was a special song from the Gyoza Bando. Ninja Maya and I kind of got sidetracked talking about mutual love of Japanese <laughs> music. <laughs> But for today's show, we're focusing on Ninja Maya. Joining me from New York. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Ninja Maya has just released, oh, sorry, an EP, Moon Over Swamps. Um, no worries. <laughs> Yeah, and we've just been talking about uh, the influences, and of course, we both have a mutual love of kind of Japanese music. So, yeah, what were some of the Japanese like acts that you were listening to while making Moon, Moon Over Swamp? Um, listen to a lot of our earlier Wednesday Campanella stuff, just because we just love her voice. A lot of uh, uh, Silent Hill soundtracks oh, yeah. by Akira Yamaoka. <laughs> Yeah, you can uh, probably hear the influence for that the track bracelet. Okay. We re- and uh, poison, poison girlfriend. Yeah, it's very uh, a lot of track from the two thousands because we really oh. like the electronic pop that came out of that era because yeah, you know it was just I feel like stuff that coming out that was coming out of Japan was very very. They were they were just doing whatever they could with what they had. So there was no like you know there was no like format or like a mm. pop format that like Western artists had. Even though I I love Britney Spears though. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... yeah, I I I really love I really love stuff coming stuff coming out of Japan, and mm. I love um yeah uh even uh, Fei Wong. Oh yeah, of um, course. <laughs> <laughs> She's like the default, you know, like yeah. major influence from Fei Wong. Yeah, I can definitely um, hear that. Of <laughs> course. Um, yeah, um, because I mean, I guess she's very popular in China and mm-hmm. for the whole world, and yeah. with her ballads and stuff. But she had, mm. a, but she, but she, she has like a really nice, like club tracks too, where it's like, wow, <laughs> why, did, why, do, why doesn't anyone like remix this or anything? Yeah, yeah. Like, no one, like, are there no like gay clubs playing Wong techno? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely the case in Hong Kong. I feel, but <laughs> yeah, I, I need to go to club. <laughs> so I thought maybe yeah, let's play. You've sent me Fai Wong Wu Chang. We can play that from her and. The poison girlfriend yeah, track. We can play them one after the other. So, this sure. is a uh, Fai Wong with Wu Chang. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
that song was Poison Girlfriend, Hardly Ever Smile Without You, is part of the amazing mix of um, songs or um, influences my guest Nindra Maya has prepared for us. <laughs> and um, and sorry a bit about the delay, everyone. We're Nindra Maya is here over from New York. Sorry, she's over. There's a bit of delay, of course. Really? Nindra Maya. We've been talking about her new album, one half of the duo Swamp Over Moon. Moon Over Swamp. Sorry, I've been. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry. <laughs> That's alright. We we abbreviate to like Moss. 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 Okay. Uh, I'll M-O-S. use that. I've been Moss. Okay. It's alright. Sorry. Swamp Over Moon. It's, it's Even... a long name. Long name for a duo. <laughs> More words than band members. <laughs> Tongue twister now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so English not right. good. English not good. <laughs> but anyway, so <laughs> we we talked about manta, which was uh, kind of like a chant, a Nepali chant, kind of like watery soundscapes in the backgrounds. The another song that really like caught my attention was Classroom Sunset. Yeah, I was wondering what you could tell us about that track. Well. It was, it's sort of an interlude mm-hmm. because um, Classroom classroom Sunset is right between the track um, Bracelet yeah. and Manta. So mm-hmm. Bracelet is sort of very like angsty, <laughs> you know, like that teen angst. You're like, yeah. I don't love you, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Classroom Sunset is more of like, you know, it transitions better into Manta. Mm. So, um, we wanted to make it sound like, like a sort of a soundtrack, because well, or in, uh, uh, I know I list, I grew up listening to a lot of like video game soundtracks, and yeah. I, I know Orin did as well. Mm. So there was a lot of influence from that, like from the game ICO yeah. or Eco, mm-hmm. like um, <laughs> there was a lot of influence from that and. Well, the choice to add the dialogue from the movie um, Blue Gate Crossing was also yeah. very deliberate. Yeah, the 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 dialogue uh, it's in it's in ta- uh, Cantonese, I believe. It's just it's the character like coming out coming out as like, you know, a a lesbian to her um, classmate who yeah. she's like pretending to date date. Mm. So yeah, I watched the, uh, that that movie is. With- was important to me yeah in high school after watching that i would i kind of like started you know like questioning mm. my own like sexuality and stuff yeah. so i i and that that scene in particular is very pivotal because she's very like, unsure and mm. very vulnerable at the moment so i i, I felt like classroom sons that would be perfect too with that dialogue on top of each other it's like a wistful ending of a movie that transitions mm-hmm. into like blooming of love in manta yeah damn maybe we should have played it before manta but anyway well i'll be up to the listeners <laughs> <laughs> once they buy the album yeah uh, the the moz the moon over swamp ep is available on all streaming platforms on bandcamp yes. uh bandcamp spotify yes on bandcamp spotify apple Right. <laughs> yeah, all the usual ones. So, anyway, so for our next track, let's play Classroom Sunset. Mm-hmm. 
中心，还要帮他背黑。That was Classroom Sunset by Moon Over Swamp. You are listening to Salam Radio on 8.55 a.m. I am lucky enough to be joined over by one half of Moon Over Swamp. Welcome, Ninja Maya. <laughs> Thank you. Glad to be here. Calling us from New York. So, yeah, there's a bit of delay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so in that track, you were saying before that it had all of those, like, those voice samples of all from Blue Gate Crossing. So you were saying before that that movie was kind of like a lesbian awakening for you. Yeah, because I was in a similar situation at the time. Mm. Not exact to the movie, but um, I'd just gone to a new school mm. and I had new friends. And I guess I was sort of peer pressured into dating a guy one class senior than me Mm -hmm. and you know like I thought like it's a new environment I just have to go along with what everyone else is doing so let me just do this yeah and after watching Blue Gate Crossing (laughs) I was like you know what (laughs) (laughs) this is getting too like eerily familiar Mm. and the guy in the movie sort of looked like my then ex boyfriend I was like whoa (laughs) yeah like same kind of like spiky spiky hair and stuff yeah um yeah during the time I was dating him I was just like you know trying so hard to you know conform to what my friends liked 
Yeah. And at the time, like I had the biggest crush on um this um one of my sister's schools uh scout leader yeah that i saw on a school trip <laughs> all the while having a boyfriend <laughs> oh wow so do you yeah, feel and i didn't i yeah and, and yeah I, I felt very guilty about it but mm. I, I i couldn't help it <laughs> oh do you feel like so your music has like a really distinct like lgbt message to it yeah i think most tracks because mm. i do i I, I I did write down I did write all the songs. Yeah. So and when I do do write songs I I I write it from like my perspective. So mm. it's always very I mean I don't write it directly like from my own personal life, but mm. I do when I think of seeing them I think of seeing them for like a female like, a, yeah. like my partner. Mm. <laughs> of course. And I mean, you were saying earlier on the description of the album, you were saying that the the mm-hmm. album takes the form of a cathartic farewell to the turbulent and formative yet tender moments of a high school romance. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, like I said before, how we were so influenced by the, I mean, like the concept of like mm. a concept album, like Alexander O'Neill with like like a movie that has like a beginning and ending and an end we wanted it to be sort of like um so all the tracks like getting dark out from one to seven from getting dark out to let's head back we wanted it sort to be a soundtrack to like two kids in high school um skipping class to mm. go on a date oh, that's... oh that's <laughs> so, so it's sweet. like it's yeah it's like very <laughs> yeah that's that's the gist of it so yeah getting dark out is when like you know like the setting starts yeah and like um the tracks in between are all like you know what goes through like a teenager's mind mm. <laughs> you know when when they're when they're very unsure and let's head back is like finally like okay it's it's time to like head back home <laughs> i now. see okay well um Maybe what we could do, we could play Getting Dark Out and then let's head back kind of as a fast forward. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, great. So for this next, for the next track we'll be playing, we'll be Getting Dark Out by Moon Over Swamp, Moz.
that last track was Let's Head Back, which is the closing track from Moon Over Swamp. I didn't realize this, but a kind of concept album on high school crush and then skipping school and coming back. <laughs> and yeah, of course, I'm joined today by one half of Moon Over Swamp, uh, Nindra Maya. And we've been discussing the themes and concepts around this EP, which is yeah, really not one to be missed. So if you like your dream pop, if you like your ambient soundscapes, this is definitely, you guys should go ahead and get this uh, EP. So I guess some one track I did want to talk about was, mm-hmm. excuse my pronunciation, but um, Hani <laughs> Mati Chandrama. Oh yeah, you, you got it right. Hani oh, okay. <laughs> Mati Chandrama. Yeah, mm. um, yeah uh, it's basically translates to uh, moon over the reflection of the moon over the water. So it's just, it's, it's, similar to the name of the our duo moon over swamp yeah and we thought i mean the initially the name of the track was moon over swamp but we thought like damn the name is moon over swamp the duo Mm. name is moon over swamp the ep (laughs) name is it's too much so we changed it to (laughs) panimati panimati chandrama okay wow that's that's really cool to know um so (laughs) wait so is um what what does pani mean and Pani is water. Okay. Mati is above, and Sandrama mm-hmm. is basically moon. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, just the moon. <laughs> in a way, yeah, this is the title. So, yeah, and, track. yeah, and the lyrics are, yeah, yeah. In a, in a way, it's the title track. It's it's mm-hmm. also the first track we ever recorded. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, it was like a thirty second demo that Oren sent me. This mm-hmm. was the first one, and. Uh, I I remember listening to a lot of um, Janet Jackson and New mm. Edition at the time. You know yeah. those type of like very lush harmonies. Mm. And there's like a early demo of uh, just this track where I do like five six layer of like just harmony and then but but it's like <laughs> uh, for that type of track you need like a, you you need to have like a really good production value. You can. <laughs> do it in like a DIY studio with like mm. a, a mic on your iPhone right so we scrapped that and just turned it into sort of like a nice ballad oh, okay beautiful well let's let's play it now uh so this is Pani Mati Chandrama by Moon Over Swamp Sun- from the Sandrama. EP Moon Over Swamp
Bisexual Alliance Victoria is a not-for-profit organisation dedicated to equality and justice for multi-gender-attracted people, including bi, pan, regardless of label or no label at all, their partners and allies. Bisexual Alliance runs discussion groups in person and online. The group offers a safe and fun space to share your experiences, ask any questions regarding your sexual identity and provide peer support. Bisexual Alliance is especially keen to hear from multi-gender attracted people in regional and rural Victoria. Donations of $2 or more to Bisexual Alliance are now tax deductible. For more information, visit our website at bi-alliance.org, email info at bi-alliance.org or find us on Facebook or Twitter. A 3CR supporter. I'm bisexual. I'm bisexual. 3CR is about community and we welcome your participation at the station. 3CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at 3CR. To find out more, go to 3cr.org.au and get in touch. And salam, everyone. You are listening to Salam Radio on uh, 8.55 a.m. on 3CR. We have just been joined by Nindra Maya, uh, who's calling all the way from New York. And we've been listening and talking about uh, her amazing, uh, well, a duo that she's part of, Moon Over Swamp. Yeah, which has just come out recently. So definitely ask you to all check it out. Yeah, please, please listen. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, kind of like a really cool uh, collection of soundscapes of a kind of like slow core, I guess like, yeah, slow core dream pop indie vibes uh, with Nepali chanting. So where can you go wrong? <laughs> um, they are not to be mistaken for Buddhist <laughs> religious <laughs> chanting. Though. Oh, God, it is a... It... <laughs> it's very pop pop chanting yeah which is yeah maybe easier on the ears for uh for some right Uh, yeah i know there's always always like bands in um bands from muslim countries that always insert the um you know like the islamic call to prayer and like it can be pretty bizarre listening to it just because that was a sound that i'd wake up to like three times a day or listen right to i guess to someone who's not used to it yeah. i guess someone who's not used to it it's nice for them to hear but mm. if you if you grew up <laughs> listening to it and you hear it in like a band's intro you're like oh, what is this <laughs> so um nindra maya and i have been just talking about the nepali scene because I'm, I'm just so interested in it I guess maybe it's a mix of my love of mountains and curiosity about the Himalayas. And the fact that, I guess, like, not many people have exposure to Nepali culture or, like, music especially. Uh, right. Um, yeah, even while promoting this EP, we had a mm. bit, we had, like, you know, issues because we could either go for right up to, like, a major news publication mm-hmm. where, like, you know, they're, they're the sort of people who would, like, probably read about your music like five minutes before interviewing you yeah. and stuff like that like major like news like where they only get like one page to like entertainment so yeah it's like and 
like alternative music outlets mm. it's a little difficult to find or get in contact with so we're kind of like talking to people in india yeah obviously because oh, like wow. i feel like india's music yeah india's music scene it's it's huge and mm. um bands from northeast india especially like okay. manipur assam nagaland mm-hmm. i feel like yeah they've gotten a lot of exposure mm. and <laughs> that's what that's what we're trying to go for like trying to get people to listen to our music yeah. who have a, like besides our mutual friends or mm. people we already know just trying to yeah. get different types of people to listen <laughs> but yeah and nepal i would say the scene is pretty it's it's growing like when i was a kid um it's uh, the only scene that was really big was either it's the mainstream pop mm-hmm. or like diy punk yeah or metal the metal mm. metal scene in nepal is huge oh huge. wow um yeah they used to bands from nepal like ugra karma and stuff they mm. used to go to like europe to play shows even back in like 2008 7 or that was that was really huge for like a band in nepal no? mm. oh beautiful wow so, yeah. so i guess yeah. so... um so yeah besides that um i guess other genres that have flourished recently is like uh folk mm-hmm. folk pop yeah or like very acoustic guitar guitar man singing mm. about like you know <laughs> i'm from the village but i'm actually from the city trying to be <laughs> <laughs> oh that, that's <laughs> that's everywhere <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i mean well so on the on the list of influences you 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 put i guess there's a lot of kind of or quote-unquote south asian stuff well i mean one band that we were talking about just before the the break tank girl uh, what can you tell me about them right well they're they're like a very diy punk group mm-hmm. like uh one of the i i'm i i don't know much about the band itself because mm-hmm. you know back then it was all cassettes there was no yeah. internet like we didn't they didn't they didn't put their stuff up online it was just cassette or you buy their cds at their show mm-hmm. so so yeah it's a punk group uh very feminist um mm. anarcho they call themselves nepal diy anarcho feminist punk <laughs> wow and yeah uh right yeah they write songs about like society's girl society's prisoner very cool <laughs> i mean i mean the front um uh, and like me as a kid finding them out for the first or discovering them like through Mm. older brothers and stuff i was like (laughs) blew my mind like wow girls in a punk band and they're singing about like very controversial stuff too so yeah very cool music they're not active Mm. but right now but all their stuff is online if you look up um Mm. uh tank girl or Mm -hmm. rai koris You, you you can find them on SoundCloud or yeah. Bandcamp. Well, the songs that uh, you've sent me by them are Kids With Guns and Choco Fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. Choco Fun, Choco Fun is like uh, a very popular cheap candy we used to eat. Like it was just like it used to be five rupees when I was a kid. So that was my go-to candy from school. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that, let's um, play Tank Girl, Kids With Guns and Choco Fun. Hey! Oh, my God. 
And salam everyone, you're listening to Salam Radio on 8.55am, 3CR. And that last track was Tank Girl, Kids With Guns and Chocofan from a Nepali, I guess, are they considered Riot Girl band? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Early Riot Girl. Yeah, and of course I am joined today by Nindra Maya, a Nepali singer, songwriter, artist, producer. And- right. And today we've been discussing her recent release, Moon Over Swamp, and of course, uh, listening to some Nepali DIY punk, which I'm always up for. And yeah, Raikori's Tank Girl. Yeah, and so I guess, yeah, the other band you were talking about were Raikori's. Uh, yeah. What can you tell me about them? Um, Raikori's, uh, Rai, so Rai's are basically an ethnic group indigenous to Nepal. Yeah. Um. And there's like a common saying or like a generalization, like mm-hmm. in the like that you know, like rise have very like they have very short tempered. <laughs> so like the band's name translates to the anger of the rise, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> it's it's a very cool cool uh like one of the coolest Nepali band names you could ever have. Right, <laughs> yeah, women. Uh. A lot of the stuff you listen to have such cool album or like artist names, Poison Girlfriend and Raikori. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like um the name has like I, I like the names, but like the, the, the music has to be cool too. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I try to like yeah, yeah. Cause sometimes the like, name is cool, but like the music is whack. So what's the point? <laughs> you just wasted a good name. <laughs> but Raikori's and Poison Girlfriend are okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of cool names, so the first track from their album, um, Nepal Ko Kata Haru. Uh, yeah, Stories called... of Nepal. <laughs> it's called um, uh, Karl Marx Boy. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel we perfect, have to play that Perfect now. opening title. <laughs> so the next song is Karl Marx Boy by Lai Kodis.
And we are back on Salam Radio on 3CR at 55 a.m. Uh, I'm Jahan Khanlu. I'm joined today by Ninja Maya, who's been playing some Nep- uh, DIY punk for us. And we're going to be listening to a lot more Nepali music. Um, Stay tuned. But, yeah, um, that last track was by Rai Koris, the uh but oh sorry the song Karl Marx Boy by Rai Koris from their album Nepal Kokata Haru. <laughs> How's that yes. sound? <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Okay, just, just Nepal the stories of stories of Nepal. Nepal mm. Yeah, I guess well uh, before we, we were kind of like playing with punk you were mentioning that folk music, folk pop, I don't know, had a revival in Nepal recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um I guess because uh, um there's access to internet, like smartphones. I guess mm. smartphones have like really changed how people communicate, and it's much easier for people, even from like you know outside of Kathmandu, yeah, to, like record their music and put it out. Mm. Yeah, and mm, one of the uh, one of my favorite mm. um, folk folk artists is um, Jirusha Rai. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. The first, I think uh, I saw her uh, playing for the first time in New York. In oh, about, wow. uh, yeah, yeah, we we hung out a lot. We it was in 2018, and she played, and it was just her and her guitar. And mm. you know, like sometimes when it's just like just the guitar and the person, it does kind of get like monotonous. Yeah, but it wasn't the case at all. There, mm. like. You know, she like like her tracks were amazing. Her voice yeah. and uh, her song. One of my favorite songs from her is Sunsan. Mm-hmm. And there's like two versions of it. There's uh, one very haunting folk type of version called Sunsan One, and Sunsan Two is sort of a remix okay. uh, wow. done, done by Elin Tapa. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like. Well, now that she has like disappeared or oh, gone yeah. missing for a while now, the the, the lyrics oh. to Sunsana is very haunting to me because oh. when she says uh, which basically translates to I don't think I will return now. So, mm. yeah. It, oh. I, I love the song, but it's like, mm. like the context of her being missing or uh, and disappearing that yeah. The song is heartbreaking. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's heartbreaking. Mm. I I love to share her music with anyone I come across because I think yeah. she's like an amazing songwriter and performer. I oh. I got to play with her in 2020 at uh, at a bar in Jackson Heights, and mm-hmm. honestly, it was like my first live ex- uh, live music uh, playing playing gigs. Uh, in New York was with yeah. her so I was like oh I, I'm so glad that yeah my you're, first gig was with her like like your senpai kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I call her I, I call her Dear Sadidi which is like what you call like an older sister so yeah I, I've always seen her like an older sister oh well without a doubt let's play <laughs> Sun San uh, by Jerusha Rai
You are listening to Salam Radio on 8:55 a.m. 3CR, and those last two tracks were by Nepali singer-songwriter Jerusha Rai. Uh, we are joined today by Nindra Maya, who's playing a bunch of Nepali songs for us, as well as her own music. <laughs> right. And you know, Alistair Looking Glass, learning about all this Nepali stuff through you now. You yeah, prepared, like, I'm more yeah. than happy. <laughs> prepared such a concise list of Nepali music. I guess uh, another band or artist uh, we mentioned earlier was Shubhu Tapa. Yeah, um, it's a pop, a very sweet pop song mm-hmm. um, that came out when I was in high school, in mid, not, not high school, younger than that. I was mm. in class five, so I was probably 13, 14. And yeah. um, well, her whole her whole kind of gimmick was like she was like sort of the Nepali. She wanted to be like the Nepali Avril Lavigne, so she dressed <laughs> the same and stuff. Oh wow! And like, <laughs> yeah. And one of, uh, I think when I found this song on YouTube, like I remember the comments were so mean. Uh-huh. They were making fun of her, ragging on. And I was like, this is such a sweet song because the song's name is Malatini uh, Monporsa which is which is just like saying I like you it's like oh. it's like a confession like oh I, I'm in love with you it's like a very sweet song mm. but the comments were so mean they were like oh. oh she's just trying to be so western she's trying to sound like Avril Lavigne but I love the song and yeah. I used to and I had a lot of like I 
uh, I was in like music groups when I was in high school and there was a lot of like older guys there and they always used to like rag on me for listening to like pop so I used to just you know and I'm very petty so if you <laughs> make fun of me for listening to something mm-hmm. I won't try to like you know blend in I'll just keep on listening to, <laughs> to it more so and funny. I yeah I started listening to K-pop to annoy them, but then I started to really enjoy it. <laughs> wow, that's amazing! Oh, wow! So, yeah, so yeah, like, the song is yeah. It's... Your bullies influenced your your taste in music more than anyone else, <laughs> right? Because yeah. they were like, I mean, they were listening to Radiohead and stuff. I'm not mm. saying Radiohead is bad, but damn. yeah. <laughs> like, uh-huh. The... Radiohead and they were uh they were probably into like uh, Black Sabbath and stuff like and I liked those bands too. Mm. It's not like I didn't like them, but like the fact yeah. that they used annoy me <laughs> for listening to all these pop songs and I was just like <laughs> listen to more K-pop. <laughs> I actually well... uh, I actually printed out K-pop lyrics at the Cyber Cafe mm-hmm. and I sang them at the end of the year at like you know the <laughs> when the just to annoy them more. <laughs> oh, wow. That's incredible. It was, it, it, it was La Chata by FX, mm. like the K-pop group. I don't know yeah. if you remember, yeah, yeah, I know but FX, I still yeah. remember the lyrics. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. But confession time, yeah. I feel like I was one of those bullies to some of my friends, like listening to Radiohead and Black Sabbath <laughs> and making fun of people for, for listening to... Um, I don't know. Avril Lavigne, oh. I would have made fun of. I would have made fun of all these people. So, in a way, I, I'm glad you said Yeah, you would have made fun of me. Oh, oh. well. <laughs> well, I've, I've like, I'm sincerely apologized to everyone I made fun of. <laughs> like, uh, oh, God. If not, At least I... you've grown out of it. Yeah, I mean, look, when you're 14 years old, everyone's stupid, but, oh, God. Some of yeah. the things I did, wow. But yeah, fully can admit it on air. I fully apologize. But it's amazing how you turned it into a um, positive thing. And <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I love K-pop to this day. I love K-pop girl groups, especially yeah. like like the dances are fun. The outfits yeah. are fun. It's like, what's not to love about it? Just enjoy the music instead uh, of like trying to... <laughs> Yeah, it's just like it's music you don't have to think about. So mm. just yeah, don't I mean, think. Nowadays I really just like like for me when K pop's good, it's really good and I just love it so much. <laughs> yeah, I uh, had a I had a friend who I used to listen to J pop a lot with yeah. and she she described it perfectly. Mm. She used to say either J pop is a tr- a J pop track is amazing and it changes your life. Or it's crap. <laughs> it either changes your life yeah. or like there is no in between. It's yeah. all in extremes. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But anyway, let's um yeah. let's play the song from the, the Nepali Avril Lavigne. Yes. <laughs> and I mean that in a nice yeah, way. Subutava. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Ani sam 
That last song was Shubu Tapa Timi Man Parcha, the Nepali Avril Lavigne. And I am joined. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and um, I'm joined today by Ninja Maya, who's been playing all this Nepalese uh, stuff for us. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad you're enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, oh, it's really like discovering something new. I mean, I barely know much from kind of like the South Asian scene. So. I guess when I first heard your mix on HKCR, yeah, everyone check that mm-hmm. out. Ninja <laughs> Maya's mix on HKCR. It was really just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, really learning something new. So I really wanted to talk to you and <laughs> bring you on to Salam. <laughs> I'm glad to be here on Salam. <laughs> yeah. So I guess um, whilst we've been talking about, you know, this exciting new project that you have, Moon Over Swamp, and all this Nepali stuff. I guess uh, maybe you've been pretty humble about uh, your own music and kind of your your place in the Nepali scene. So we should... Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> with some of your own, like your the Ninja Maya solo stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Before we do that, I think yeah. it's I it's about due time. I give an explanation. <laughs> I haven't actually, you know, like formally, um, announced or. Uh, given an explanation where the name Nindramaya actually comes from. People yeah. just think it's like, oh, it's like two sweet Nepali words, Nindra with <laughs> sleep and Maya love. But mm. actually, um, when I, everything is like when I was a kid, <laughs> everything is mm. into past. But yeah, um, my dad had a friend called Tashi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tashi when I was, uh, uh, when I was a kid. And he gave me this book called The Golden Umbrella. Yeah. Uh, and it was a book full of Nepalese folk tales mm. translated in English. Okay. And one of the one of the stories in the book was called Nindramaya. Okay. And Nindramaya is a a story about uh uh the daughter of a king and a queen who mm-hmm. could turn into birds at their own will. Okay. So it's like just a very quirky Nepali uh, folktale where, like, the king uh, and queen is captured by this hunter. Okay. And the hunter discovers that, that these birds can evolve into humans. <laughs> so uh, the the king and the queen, they sort of, like, bribe him. Like, yeah, we're going to give you our, our daughter, Nindramaya. Mm-hmm. So please let us go. So it's like, yeah, I just... And I, and I grew up reading these stories. Mm. So, so, yeah, that's why... that's That's the meaning of the name Nindramaya yeah. and how it how it came to be <laughs> um, and the song oh and while the title track my first single that I released was also yeah. called Nindramaya it oh, doesn't have much to Nindramaya. do with like yeah <laughs> it doesn't have much to do with the folktale but a little mm. bit of like wordplay yeah. uh, on like on the word Nindra and uh Nindra and Maya like yeah. um like the translation obviously is never it's never going to be accurate but yeah the gist of it is like um I am half asleep mm-hmm. um I think I loved you when I was asleep mm-hmm. it's like you know the state between like uh awake and asleep it's like that it's like sort of like uh, a purgatory in between where you're like are, am I dreaming or am I awake yeah. is like a song where it's like you're asking your lover to sort of stay in that disillusioned state yeah, yeah and it, it, yeah it's basically a, a sad song about mm. like uh, a couple breaking apart but one of the one of the person in the relationship is asking for the uh, the other person to kind of stay in that territory mm-hmm. to keep that love alive so yeah so that's 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 basically the gist of (laughs) yeah i mean i certainly feel a lot of your music has like this nostalgic tinge to it yeah like that 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 mix of like dreamy soundscapes and i guess like kind of like hints at the fact that nindramaya like the term is is from like your childhood and i didn't know about the birds but (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's a funny story. It's, yeah. it's not that like uh, a profound of a story, mm. but it's it's, it's a folktale. It's a Nepali folktale. It's cute, mm. yeah. Well, should we play um Ninja Maya by Ninja Maya? Sure. Play... Ninja Maya approves. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> from the album Ninja Maya from the so this is Ninja Maya's title track Ninja Maya <laughs> back on Salam and that last song was Ninja Maya. We are lucky enough to have Ninja Maya the artist who performed Ninja Maya <laughs> over here. Yeah, it's crazy. Sure. According to Spotify, this song is explicit. <laughs> <laughs> that was an accident. It was yeah. my first time. I think I used either DistroKid or whatever streaming service and I and I just left the explicit like it asked me, are there any explicit lyrics? And I mm. guess I forgot to say no. So it's just explicit forever now. <laughs> yeah. It's, and for such an innocent, like, it feels like a lullaby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like... I, I have a, like, my friends here who don't speak Nepali, they're like, mm-hmm. what? Like, are you saying, like, are you cursing in it? And I was like, no, yeah. I just did it by accident. I don't know how to turn it yeah wow that's um yeah apparently yeah once it's out there you really can't do anything about it unless you delete it so and i don't want to delete it yeah it's it's, i feel it's such a funny part (laughs) of um ninja maya lore now yeah (laughs) it's Um, rated e for explicit (laughs) and i guess if, if there's any kid out there who um Wants to listen oh, to yeah. the song, you but have can't. To turn... <laughs> you you have you to can... turn it to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess if there's an eight, if there's a 17 year old who's desperate to listen, I'm sure they can contact you and you can send them <laughs> an yeah, MP3. Right, <laughs> right. I'll send them the SoundCloud link. Yeah. The SoundCloud. And so, yeah, so we're getting to the end of the show. It's um, been amazing. But um, I wanted to play maybe a few more of your solo songs. So, yeah, sure. is there anything else you'd want to play for us? Um, I guess the second single that I released called yeah. "Timitara Koilikahi" mm-hmm. translates yeah. to um, "It's you, but only sometimes." Okay, <laughs> then let's get going. This is "Timitara." <laughs> Can you say it? Timi <laughs> Timitara Koilikahi. Okay. Tinggal nih tu, yo mana? 
And that last song was Timitara Kahili Kahi by Ninja Maya, who we're lucky <laughs> enough to have us joining from New York, through the power of the internet from New York. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, I guess these songs um, are very extremely short, yeah. about one mm-hmm. minute. Is there kind of like a artistic decision for that or? More of like a technical issue that I I didn't, I... I broke my laptop during lockdown and I couldn't I I couldn't go out to fix it so I had to do everything on my oh, like, wow. shitty iPhone <laughs> iPhone at the time that was already like the screen was already cracked and mm. you know like there were limitations to like how much I could edit so I had to cut like cut the song out mm. in order to you know make it sound like how I wanted it to because like with like the version that I had originally planned, it was just taking too long to, yeah. you know, record everything and edit. And so I just ended up like the first half. I do have like an extended version of Nindra Maya and Timitara, mm-hmm. but I haven't like properly recorded it yet. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm planning to this year, like now that okay. I have like a nice setup. A set of speakers finally <laughs> after not having speakers just doing everything on headphone but yeah uh, i'll put it up on streaming this year Beautiful. extended versions well we'll be sure to play we, it can be a comparison we can play <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah i guess um we have maybe time for one more song so i was thinking maybe um i mean some of the names of your songs are, are really funny and extended so yeah <laughs> uh, um especially um uh, the compilation album i have called yeah. kamlet's hoko hat mm-hmm. um yeah these are tracks like um i released these around 2020 but the tracks in these uh compilation are very very old yeah um there were tracks from 2010 11 oh wow the, uh yeah, uh, it's stuff that I made on like iPad GarageBand mm. software, so yeah. it's very limited. So mm. the, these like the, the Nindra Maya song is one minute. These are like twenty seconds, thirty seconds <laughs> because like I had like very limited software yeah. at the time as well, even more limited. Wow. So yeah, these were just like playing around and yeah. Um, I guess when you don't have uh, that sort of when you don't have much experience mm-hmm. you don't have to uh, please the critic in your mind so yeah. i feel like the tracks that i made at this time were like you know made with like very carefree no no thinking of like oh am i gonna impress this person or this person by making this i, I just made it yeah. for myself for fun mm-hmm. And these were all up on SoundCloud in like 2011 or 2010. Yeah, beautiful. And yeah, the titles are <laughs> just what I just what I like. Like, oh, this sounds like a bad school orchestra, so I'm just oh. gonna name this track "Amateur School Orchestra," trying their best. <laughs> oh, it's so sweet. But yeah. Um, I guess the last song we can play is um, what do I have here? I have um. Uh, it's raining. There is a small snake passing through the forest. <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh one of my oh that's one of the first tracks I made on um, uh, Logic actually. Mm. Um, 
I had like I finally got like a decent laptop, a software, and like a small yeah. MIDI keyboard. So that was the one of the first tracks I made there. Nice. Um, I'd watched a documentary on this uh, producer called Delia Derbyshire. She was the one who worked on the Doctor Who soundtracks. Okay, and, wow. And yeah, yeah. Uh, the very early soundtracks, and what she did was she used to work with like, you know, like right now we have like very easy to like sample and mm. you know like t- modulate like old Rhodes keyboards in like in our MIDI keyboards but yeah. back then what they everything they did was with tape so mm. <laughs> they got like to like they got to like the crux of the sound so I was really inspired by what she what she her work what she said about you know like um how electronic music she feels even though she has like so much grasp of it that she feels like it's still limiting and how she still wants to get inside of it and tinker it somehow to make it like the sound in her mind yeah I was really inspired by her yeah yeah I mean we're just like I guess we're so spoiled nowadays but yeah yeah. with the technology we have so it's always like a bit humbling watching (laughs) seeing how people did it in the 60s and 70s but yeah so so... this track was um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah. let's, uh, let's play. <laughs> sure. It's raining. There is a small snake passing through the forest by Nindra Maya.
And that last song was It's Raining, There is a Small Snake Passing Through the Forest by Ninja Maya. And sadly, that's the last song that we've got. And <laughs> we've been lucky enough to have Ninja Maya joining us, well, calling in from New York. Uh, so thank you so much, <laughs> Ninja Maya. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here to talk about, you know, music I listened to when I was a kid, mm. like my own music. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been really, yeah, beautiful. Like, um, it's kind of why we did Salam and now it's so exciting. Like, uh, you don't have to physically be in Melbourne for us to talk to you. So <laughs> that's been really great. Right. But, um, yeah, of course, if you're yeah. ever in Melbourne or wherever, uh, definitely hit us up, uh, um, well, hopefully, so if, I, if I'm in Melbourne, then I'll hit you up. <laughs> oh yeah, please do. You can you can stay oh. over uh, on my couch if you need. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> They're <yeah>. secured. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <exactly>. secured. <laughs> exactly, but um, I don't know. I feel Melbourne's quite similar to America, fifty first state vibes. So, <laughs> uh, maybe we'll oh. see each other somewhere else. <laughs> sure, yeah, sure, of course. Um, but yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure and be sure to everyone to check out uh, Ninja Maya's uh, Bandcamp, Spotify, you're on all of those. Yeah, and... on the regular streaming services <laughs> and uh, yeah, my new duo, Moon yeah. Over Swamp. Yeah, or well, Swamp um... Over Moon as I call them. <laughs> swamp Over Moon. <laughs> well, the swamp can't be, can't be over the moon. But... <laughs> <laughs> that can be the cover band, how about that? Right. <laughs> oh, don't give it. Um. Well, yeah. Well, again, thank you so much, and um, yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll see each other hopefully in person sometime sometime in the near future. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes. Great. Uh, thanks All so right. much. Bye bye. Thanks so much for having me. Bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's morning in Sydney, right? Good morning. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, it's just afternoon now. It's it's twelve. Oh, so, oh, good good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and good night. Sleep well, yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Okay, and you have been listening to Salam Radio on three CRI fifty five AM. Be sure to join us next week. <laughs>